No, no, a few. You're still taking? Yes, absolutely. So no. when you're retired, or no, you're I'm ready. Retired. Okay. Hi, this is Amita Switlow, and I am in Vancouver at a meeting with OBGYN. So is that it? Yep. And I bumped into Pierre LaSouth. Am I saying your name correctly? Absolutely. Pierre, you served with QSO VSO in what year? Uh, QSO with us. With QSO in 72 to 74. And you were in Niger? I was in Niger in the east part of Niger. A small place called Gouré, which is about three hour Land Rover drive east of uh, Zinder. Zinder. So, what what were you studying before you left? What were you were you a doctor already? I was, uh, uh, yeah, I just finished my rotating internship in Quebec City. Oh, so you were. Um, then did you come back and and practice as a GP and then again train again? I went from the Sahara Desert to Toronto General Hospital to start my residency in obstetrics and gynecology. Now tell me, when you were in the field in 72-74, what were some of the challenges you saw in, in medicine and health there? Many, I bet. I think the... But if you go through all the determinant of health, then, then everything was there. So the, the, the uh, lack of water, because in Niger, most of the, the water, if you are away from the Niger River or the Lake Chad, all the water comes from wells. So people would uh, walk two or three or four kilometers with a bucket of water pick up their water and go back home and that water would serve for the day to cook and to so very little for sanitation or okay. anything else so that was a major uh, problem uh, the other thing when we were there was the, the Sahel drought. Oh. And for we had ten minutes ten times ten minutes of rain for two years. So very, very dry. A lot of the, the cattle because the some Nigerian uh, had lots of camels and, 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 and cattle and goats and and, and uh, you you would walk you would go to the desert driving somewhere and lots of cattle be dead and all that. So, oh, the <coughs> so there was drought. Poverty, but you couldn't tell that from the way they behave. Often the, 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 the most poor people, are, they're always singing, they look happy and there was lots of celebration in relation to their religion as well. You know, they were doing some studies, economists, on happiness. And uh, these countries rate very high in mm. the happiness index. When you went there, did that infect you in some way? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah? They, they always uh, have uh, play music they, 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 all the time. No matter if you go to a small village, there are always some dancing. And so right now you live in Nova Scotia, what, did I get that right? Yes. 
And are you a doctor in Nova Scotia? Uh, I was, I, so I did my residency in Toronto. Yes. Then finished my residency in Quebec City. Uh, went up to northern Quebec for a period, for a short period of time. Truly enjoy uh, the north and uh, uh, at some point I had to decide. So uh, we had offers to go back to Africa or Asia or to go north. Uh, my wife and I decided to go north and we practiced in Yellowknife for 21 years. Whoa, really? Yes. And now, uh, so now did you go to now retire? After uh, 21 years in Yellowknife, we moved to Nova Scotia and uh, when you get to a certain point in your life, you want to move to nothing, just take time to think <laughs> and rest and, uh, and uh, it didn't take long, they figured out I was there and they, they came and get me. Then I became, uh, for the following seven years, uh, the VP Medicine for uh, one of the District Health Authority in Nova Scotia. Oh, okay. So I moved from clinical practice to 100% uh, administration. Administration, okay. So now, when you look back on your experience with QSO, all those years back, how did it have any influence on your life? Yes, because I don't think we've initially gone up north if we uh, ah. if, if we hadn't had that. Uh, it, it makes you realize how, how lucky you are, and, uh, and uh, when you look at maternal mortality, you look at uh, uh, infectious disease, and. Uh, and uh, Always in the eye of the beholder, you know, like uh, nothing is as simple as uh, things we take so much for granted in, in North America, uh, like water is so different over there and carries so much, uh, yeah. there's very little, and what they have is uh, infected. So it, it's, it makes you realize that teaching is good. Uh, teaching uh, how to get better water is good, but if you have so much water per day, it's hard to. But there was a lot of uh, teaching we did uh, in how to make filters out of the yes. water they have, uh, how to use proper uh, outhouses. Yes. So that it's not all over the place, a specific spot. Yeah. Uh, like public uh, health almost. Pu basically, uh, teaching how to um, use the few medication you have. Uh, one of the major exercises that uh, there was three other physicians with us, and a mechanic and a midwife mm -hmm. and, and uh, support. Uh, like secretarial support and all that. So, as a group, uh, one of the most important exercises was to get rid of a lot of the medication they had that were very little purpose to just basic uh, primary health care. Primary health, like yeah. uh, intravenous, uh, certain antibiotics, just. Uh, Stand. Get more of that versus get a bunch of little things that uh, 
will not help. So, as uh, as you finish uh, parts of your career in Nova Scotia, maybe you will come and serve with us again. Well, as I told you, I, I do have issues with yellow fever, so we'll yes. have to, to pick a certain area that. Uh, Yes, we'll, we'll look forward to that. And uh, on behalf of everybody at QSOVIA, so thank you for your service in Niger so many years ago. And stay in touch. Thank you. Okay. Perfect. Okay? Yes. Except I just realized you also speak French, right? Oui. <laughs> I was like, oh, we could have done that in French. That would have been good too. Thank you.